Welcome, welcome, welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I feel good to be back. <laughs> welcome. I've just to never another heard a welcome huh? like that. I know, right? <laughs> but I love it. I love that energy. Now, welcome to another episode of the Alpha Waves podcast mm-hmm. in the building. Woohoo! The Alphas. Yes. Cam and you and are the wave. Oh. You always like to. <laughs> what's the word? Ad lib my intros. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> to support you. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, how are you anyway? Yeah, I'm all good. All good. I loved your little fun fact. Mm. Fun fact about the hair. I mean, the You're hand dryers. Why do I keep saying hair dryer? <laughs> but yeah, anyway. Um, how are you? I'm all right. I'm good. I'm better than I was. Oh, I didn't know you. Okay. That's so, yeah. good. I'm good, yeah. I'm good, I'm good. Oh, because he wasn't feeling well. Yeah. I didn't even ask. It's all right, man. But you, you seem so well that I didn't need to... <laughs> I was just like, you're radiant, so... No, we move. It's all good. It's all right. It's all right. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you're doing better. I'm glad to be back. Yeah. Welcome back. Thank oh, God. You. Yeah. Welcome back. Your mind's somewhere else, isn't it? I need to get it together. <laughs> I need to... You buy this somewhere else. We have missed good. you. <laughs> clearly. <laughs> clearly. Clearly, clearly, We really, really have. Welcome back. It's good to have you back. Nice. It's yeah. good to be back. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> with that being said. Whoa. It feels forced, but I really mean it. Yeah, I, really I mean, mean it. I'm just I'll a bit scattered today. I'll take it. I'll take yeah. it. I'll take it. I'll yeah. take Thank it. you. Please do. Mm. Please do. <laughs> I sip some water. Anyway, yeah, what's, Do that. what's going on today? What are we what are we here for? We are here for a wonderful topic today, the topic of support and talking about you know just looking at some myths around support and what it really looks like. Yeah. Okay, mm. okay, okay, okay. What's brought you to this? <laughs> <laughs> Why are you laughing? <laughs> So I'm like, oh, we're just going straight deep in. Nah, I just mean lightly. Like, no, you know what? What brought me to this was two things actually. So yeah. there's someone in my life who's going through like a big change, and I had some realizations as to what support looks like for them, yep. and realized that I'm just trying to fix things. Okay. But also, I've been going through something in my own life. Oh, like a real life. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I see why you laughed, all right. <laughs> I wasn't trying to go there with it. I was just asking in general. But I'm well, okay. you know, the people deserve to know. Now, yeah, I'm joking. Yeah, I yeah. really, I actually came here wanting to be really transparent because the way that I felt supported recently with some things that have been happening, mm-hmm. it just really made me realize how invaluable real support is. Okay. But also how support doesn't need to be this big major take on someone else's problems thing like support what you think could be just a small amount of support makes a huge difference to someone's life Mm -hmm. Mm. interesting yeah i mean that's a that's an interesting topic yeah before we dive into the topic Mm. i have a question for you oh okay so while i was off i was like obviously ill yeah had to do my recoveries yeah. And obviously being a well-being podcast. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I even said that again. 
After... I'm too, you know what? I had an iced coffee today on the way here. I think I'm realizing that's what all of this is about. All I this mean, energy. I'm not, I'm, I'm not mad at it. I'm Thank not you. mad at it. I'm Neither not mad at it. am I. Maybe confused by it. Scared of it, but no, I'm joking. But yeah, embrace it. <laughs> embrace it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, I just had the f- had the, had a thought. It'd be good for us to every so often share a little well-being tip that we've yeah. been going through. So, yeah. um, mm-hmm. for myself, yeah, two things. Mm. First thing to do in the morning, every morning. Okay. Before you drink anything else. Okay. Drink a hot water with lemon. With lemon. Yes. 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 That's my absolute same. That's my tip Absolutely. of the week. Absolutely. Absolutely. And if you want to take it to another level. Okay. Spicing me up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you want to take it to another level, I put in um, a tiny bit of honey, like mm. when the water's a bit warmer, so not like freshly boiled, because apparently that's like bad for the honey. Like, right. like it doesn't, it's not really good. And a tiny splash of cayenne pepper it's really de-bloating i like doing it at the end of the day actually cayenne pepper and a little bit of turmeric sometimes but yes i've heard about turmeric being good you gotta be careful with the turmeric though because Mm. you just end up changing the color of all of your cups in your house that is is very true (laughs) great for a face mask though but just as a side note yes yeah but yeah that's my um mm. oh hour it sounds like yeah it is it's our wellness oh, tip for the week yeah good 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 yeah, i love that all right so mm. on to the topic of support wait you said you had two things yeah but we can leave it as that since you signed up <laughs> <laughs> but i'm so curious i feel like you should do another one because i didn't bring anything to the table i'll bring i'll save mine and keep it in reserve for the next one in case I don't have it one All right. next time gatekeeping your well-being tip that's kind of anti alpha no, waves but <laughs> <laughs> okay keep your keep your secrets yeah. your tip yeah but okay gives them a reason to come back next time <laughs> that's true <laughs> <laughs> you want to know this mysterious tip you know I better make it a good one <laughs> yeah I don't know what's going to be better than the hot hot lemon water no but literally try it and you'll see the benefits have you been doing that lately because mm-hmm. you were not feeling well mm. and how but I've continued it since I've been feeling well yeah, yeah. But before I was before I was having ginger in it as well yes and garlic yeah mm. but I've kind of dropped out the ginger and garlic and just kept the lemon why um I don't know why it's just too heavy in the morning sometimes yeah like too heated too, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah 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 especially yeah. with the cayenne pepper it's too much yeah 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 but i love the cayenne pepper element because it's almost like having a little caffeine boost mm. just wakes you up so no, for sure for sure for yeah. sure for mm. sure definitely mm. but yeah that's the alpha waves well that's our wellness tip, wellness for, the week. tip for the week yeah um on to the subject of support mm. when you look at support yeah how important do you think having support system not systems are around you? Reason I say this, yeah, mm. is because when I was, um, I've worked with a few people, yeah, and they've got like, not like, they have kids. <laughs> <laughs> they got pets, they like kids. <laughs> <laughs> no, they've got actual kids, right? Yeah. And it's, sometimes it strikes me that mm. some people don't have the support system that you would just automatically assume that they would have Hmm. from looking at my own situation and like what like oh 
I've got no one to, or I've got no one to look after, or I've got a, mm. like there's always, not even look after, but just like little like things, just thing. not even to that extreme, yeah. Mm. But just like little, there's this little instances where my support system would just be like, oh yeah, it's mine, I've got one, two, three, four that mm. I can kind of call on if necessary. Yeah. Um, and some people have zero, some people might have one, but it's just always interesting that support systems vary yeah you know what that is quite hard like god forbid that i'm mm. in that situation because i can't raise these kids by myself not these kids i don't have kids <laughs> <laughs> but you would just automatically assume yeah, isn't it? like that people would have have that yeah, yeah and, and then take you take all the responsibility mm. on themselves yeah that is a lot and as a side note before i answer your question i think being in those kind of situations is what kind of can lead sometimes to like parentified children, like older siblings who end up having to take care of the younger ones because yeah, there yeah, isn't yeah, yeah, other yeah. trusted adults to do that. Mm. So yeah, that is tough. And I don't really know how one would handle that because mm. it's your kids, you know? It's just a different thing. You, you've got to have some trust to be able to leave them with someone, I think. So it's... Do you think it's I'm, it's all hypothetical, yeah? Mm. But do you think people should be mindful of the support system they have around them before they then do certain things? I don't want to just stick on kids, mm. just in general. But if you're using the kid example, if you know that you haven't got your parents around you or mm. they're not able to help you out, your God forbid, let me not say you, you, but somebody. Mm then has to do the single parent lifestyle because their partner's not sticking mm. around. Like, if you've had these conversations prior to the action, obviously some things you only find out after the action. Yeah. But do you think there's a certain level of responsibility to look at your support system before you take certain actions? Oh, so many questions. I'm going to work <laughs> backwards. I'm going to work backwards because these are good questions. So I think... That's such a hard one because, yeah, like you kind of do need to look at certain, and I'm speaking specifically about kids because I don't mm. know what other scenario. You could put it in like if you was going to live in a different town or a different country mm. and you don't know anybody there to support, or anyone to support you. Yeah, I think it helps to have a support system and to have something in place. Mm. Cause I guess that with that example, I'd have the same answer. Mm. But at the same time, and this is something I really wanted to dive into a bit more later in the conversation, but we're here now, is about um, being able to support yourself, mm. you know? Like, I think you need to make sure that you're good, mm. you know? Like, you've got your pot of money saved. You are living close enough to a nursery or to the things that you need to be self-sufficient in a certain way. Yeah. Um, you need to make sure that your internal system is working because people as much as we want it not everyone is capable of giving you unconditional support because 100%. everyone's on their own journeys yeah. but you can give yourself unconditional support you know your inner child doesn't need to hear it specifically from someone else it just needs to hear it from you yeah. you know but going back to your earlier question yeah. 
which I can't quite remember. <laughs> the la- the main question. Yeah, which was um, how important is a support system? Yeah, and do you think you should look at your support system before you take certain actions? Yeah, so I think support systems are so important because you just don't know what life is gonna throw at you. Mm. And sometimes you just can't find that voice within you, you know? And so for me, I recently went through something where I just needed like a mental break. You know, there was so much pressure that I was putting on myself, certain things that happened where I was like judging myself and this, that and the other. And it all got to me to a point where I did have like a breakdown at work, Mm. you know, where I just woke up crying and I thought by the time I get into work, I'll feel normal and fine, you know, because I'm around people. Long story short, I was still crying when HR had to sit down with me. Because yeah. <laughs> it just did not stop. Like I really reached my limit. And at that point, I realized that I needed a support system. And what was crazier in that moment that I realized was I did have and I do have a support system, but I just wasn't leaning on anyone. Right. So I think. Before that moment, did you yeah. know you had the support that you do have? Did you have an idea, let me say, you can't know for facts until something happens, but did you have an idea? You know what? I honestly felt so hyper independent with my emotions. Yeah. Because I'm so used to, I'm going to say was, because I've, I've had a change of perspective now, but I was so used to like pushing stuff down or dealing with it myself or doing all the things that I've mentioned on this pod before like journaling and meditating and stuff like that Mm -hmm. and um i genuinely thought that if i lean on someone they wouldn't be able to hold me you know they wouldn't be able to like make it better for me or say something that i need to hear and so i wouldn't say anything like i wouldn't ask for help and i just let things build up and then it got to a point where it was more than leaning like I literally had to be held and everyone I spoke to including yourself Mm -hmm. just really did help me like gave me kind words and told me things that I just couldn't tell myself in that moment and that made me realize what I kind of to circle back to what I said earlier it made me realize what support is like support isn't these are all my problems help me solve it or for the person on the other side, which I normally am, is like, these are all their problems, let me help fix that. Support is just being able to like, be in a difficult moment, be not your best self, and have people around you who tell you that you're still loved anyway. Did you have a fear that reaching out support might not um, give you the results that you wanted? I had a fear, you know what, I felt ashamed. Like I felt Mm. like, so ashamed for the things that had happened that caused me to like feel that way i felt ashamed that i was even struggling like i felt really really and it it shocked me how much i felt this because i'm such a progressive thinker (laughs) do you think you felt that way because of the like you said you have that independence Mm. of handling stuff yourself yeah so it's more of a shame within yourself than somebody looking at you from the outside they don't see that same level of shame that you feel if that makes sense i felt weak and i also felt because i'm so used to being like 
the strong person, the person mm. that people come to with their problems, the person who just is always handling it. Like I'm just told, you know, you've got a lot on your plate and you're handling it well. And I never really was handling it well, you mm. know. I've been talking about quitting smoking since we started this pod, <laughs> so. Interesting. Yeah, actually, let me give myself more credit. I did handle it well at times, mm. but I just reached my limit. And I think part of what was bothering me was not only feeling ashamed, but also feeling scared. Cause I was like, I fix everything. So why can't I fix myself right now? Like, why am I so anxious all the time? Like, why am I crying? so often and I'm not handling it right and mm. why am I different now like why am I not light-hearted and goofy and funny and you know why am I sabotaging there was just so many why am I like this different ways of rephrasing yeah, that yeah is a is is has it given you the lesson because there's a lesson in my head from everything that you said but I want to see if you've given you the same lesson that I've picked up from what oh, you what just said. What a nice test. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you need when you've just come out of a hard time, you know, a little Q&A. I'll help you out. I'll help you out. I'll help you out. <laughs> so what I'm hearing, yeah, mm. is that there's a lesson here of not forcing yourself to keep up on the parents. Yeah. Of being this strong hardback person because yeah. what you need to recognize is that you're somebody that people may come to and you help them out. What is the difference between you and them as a human? Like that obviously means that everybody needs somebody or mm. something to go to, to, to maybe not even help them, but just to sound off on. Mm. If you've got nobody, but you're there for everybody, you should, there should be a point of view that, re, re, uh, I can't say my word, recognizes mm. that this is a normal thing. Mm. Like it's not, it doesn't make you weak to then reach out for somebody. The, yeah. the weakness I think is sometimes where we think we're so strong that we, we're meant to be able to solve everything, right? Mm. And if I now go to somebody that comes to me for help, in their moment of weakness, they might look at me differently now. Like, mm. oh. But at the same time, I don't think it changes anything. Yeah. It's just a, it's just a cycle of life that, do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's that's honestly what was so surprising to me and what I what I felt at the time. Like I really thought, I think as well, in my head I was just like, everyone's depending on me, so I can't mm. really break down, you know? And I was I had nothing to give. I wasn't even giving from an empty cup because I just couldn't do it. And I was just frustrated and short tempered so often and blah blah blah. Yeah. And then really, really anxious. And then when I just shared something and I was scared of being judged. I was scared of being told that like things were my fault or I dropped the ball or, you know, you just haven't done the things that you needed to do and now you're in this place. Like mm -hmm. I was scared of being told off, you know, or not, not having done enough. And it was just such a beautiful thing to be supported the way that I was, you know, to mm. have people, yeah, just tell me that I'm still loved, you know, I'm still the same. Like to just acknowledge that I'm going through a hard time to feel validated and that, yeah, just to feel validated and seen is what I mean yeah. by being, feeling validated. Yeah. Just yeah. to, like you said, it was the lesson of keeping up appearances. I think that's what was bringing me down even more of mm. having to pretend, like it's exhausting to pretend you're fine. And you'd come home exhausted from like being sociable all day and just feeling the way you feel. Mm. 
and to be able to just be yourself around the people in your support system and for them to just accept that version of you and want the best for you it really meant so much and even little things like for example my mum because when you're burnt out when you're feeling that way Mm. you can't even the simplest tasks are a task things like doing your laundry or tidying up or even making yourself a good meal like well a good breakfast because I don't cook but didn't need to do that but it's cool <laughs> I'm just never gonna hide, shy away from that but all the these potential things potential suitors just went down sorry go on <laughs> <laughs> yeah but if anyone knows how to cook just you know I'm ready to eat no I'm joking but um <laughs> but what I was saying back to the serious topic um yeah like my mum you know I didn't need a pep talk or like talking to you or like I said let me fix your problems but I told her I was feeling burnt out and overwhelmed and crying that I couldn't even do the simplest things she just did all my laundry for me out of nowhere and that honestly did so much for me you know like Mm. support isn't like I said taking all the big problems it's like let me just take care of all the small stuff so you can just rest yeah 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 i hear that mm. on upon reflection though mm. how much support do you think you need as a person you personally not people you because <laughs> <laughs> it's quite hard for me and <laughs> no, i'm joking um the reason I'm struggling to answer this question mm. is because I think it varies from where I'm at in my life. And I think a key element is how much are you supporting yourself mm. as well? You mm. know, like, like I said, I was giving from an empty cup. So I was still in my struggle, listening to everyone's problems and trying to help them. And it's no bother to me, like it's not taking anything from me, but it's taking away time where I need to be resting and decompressing or just releasing and crying if i need to like it's just different forms of distraction at times but it's draining yeah so that makes sense yeah and that's one thing i realized was cutting down phone calls and availability sometimes especially in this period so that i can support myself okay so Mm. maybe that's an easier question what things have you learned that you need to do to support yourself more outside of what you just mentioned really good question so my friend said to me he was like when you tell someone who's really in like a moment and distressed Mm. you know like say for instance someone's going through something and you're trying to like pep talk them or chair them up but they just need to be met where they are in that moment what i realized i was doing that wasn't supportive was trying to and then giving myself a hard time for not doing things that helped me in the long run, like meditating and stuff like that. And my friend put it really well. He said, when you're in that state, it's like trying to meditate with like bombs going off everywhere, Mm. you know, like you're just in a state. And I think what I learned was supporting myself was just allowing myself to unravel, you know, not to avoid certain things or pretend that it's fine. And kind of like what I just said about meeting you where you, meeting someone where they are, it was also 
having to meet me where I'm at and acknowledge that something within me was distressed. Mm. That takes a lot of um, reflection, I guess. Yeah. Have you now seen times in your life where you might have been better served doing exactly that? Or have you not even had a chance to reflect yet? You know what? The biggest difference this time around, like, because mm. I've always had like a struggle moment, like here and there, as everyone does. It's just never been this severe before. But mm. the thing that really, 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 really made a difference for me was the support from my workplace. Okay. That was different, you know, because I think that's what's created like a backlog of stress with me as well, like from previous roles, not really having that space mm. to do that. Cause work is one of the biggest places where you come in and you kind of not have to pretend, but you have to get on with things. Yeah. So when my manager kind of pulled me up on set and stuff, you know, like taking more sick days and being a little bit later, she was initially very compassionate and I think that all already set an open tone for me mm. where she said, you know, like you were fine before the holidays and you've come back and the standard has slipped. Like, is everything OK? How can we support you? And obviously workplaces use that phrase all the time. Mm. But my workplace really meant it. And when I spoke to her and I reflected, you know, an event occurred in the holidays that really affected me and it was because she asked me that question, you know, and put it that way, like the standard has kind of slipped that I look back to what was different mm. before and after. Mm -hmm. And then I put it to that event. And when I spoke to her in my, my meeting, my workplace have mental health champions. It is just so essential to have a setup like that. They have mental health champions who are people who utilized the mental health benefits that we have at our workplace. So mental health first aiders who are our HR team, they're all trained to do that. Mm -hmm. And then we also have like this benefit called, I think you life, which is like a counseling service and stuff like that. You have like a certain amount of sessions, but it's just really good. All these things did a few things for me. So it felt like when I was speaking with a mental health champion and she was like, are you comfortable with me sharing this with HR? Obviously I was like, no, as most people are. Yeah. And unfortunately as they do have to be in their workplaces. But she was just like a year ago, I was you. Like I felt like this. I've spent a lot of these phone calls crying with people mm. and who knows a year from now, you could be a mental health champion. It's just having someone to talk to you, to like guide you through or just be there, just someone to talk to you, yeah. you know, that's, that's kind of what they do. And then um, I spoke with, with HR, like at the mental health first aiders. And even that phrase alone really means something because it just felt so amazing. Like, you know, when you might be unwell or having surgery or something and you're mm. in the hospital and it's not a great experience because you're not well, but you are so looked after, you know, like you at the press of a button can call a nurse, mm -hmm. all your needs are being met. You're treated in such a fragile manner. And it really does initially feel so embarrassing to have to do that mentally but that is how they treated me. Right. And to just be able to have 
a workplace really care about you and say, you know, we really actually care about your well-being and we're not going to get the best out of you unless you're feeling better. So here's a week off. Here's access to this counselling service. Here's regular check-ins with the mental health champion. Like, we will not let you fall. Mm. Like, we're sorry that it's even gotten this far, but we're not going to let that happen. That kind of support, I didn't even know existed. I've never seen before in a workplace. Like, is that something that you've ever... Come across? Yeah. Not to that extent. Mm. Um, I know, like, of places that offer assistance and places you can go and speak to but mm. I don't know to what extent mm. it goes because I'm, I'm just not privy to all of that information yeah but interestingly out of everything you said there what how much support do you think a place like a workplace owes you or maybe owes the wrong word but how much support do you think they they should be given do you think the amount that they gave, mm. you know, because ooh, <laughs> I'm going to flip a table like every <laughs> workplace needs to do this because one, it's just so necessary. Mm. I'm not unique. I'm not the only person who's That's had this. Asked it I was yeah. Lead on to yeah, I'm not unique. Mm. They said the, the mental health champion I was speaking to was someone who felt that way. And she shared a story about her sister who didn't share anything with work and then unfortunately got fired. Mm. Um, you know, I've known people who have shared things with work and they got still got fired. You so many people are going through something like you're not the only person who has something. It's just that sometimes your something is a lot at a different time to another person. But I digress. That's a side note. But yeah. The second reason workplaces owe you that level, Mm. because the thing is, it's not about, again, like support fixing your problems. Like the reason that this went so well for me is because I was so willing to feel better, you know, and be open and kind of say like, enough's enough. Like I'm coming to work so out of character. Like I've never done this before in my life. Mm it's just gotten to the point where I really have nothing to lose. (laughs) And we're at work all the time. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is why I asked that question because Mm. I think there's a duty of care element. Yeah. And the landscape has changed completely, right? Mm. Like before mental health was such a thing that was championed as much and Mm. spoke about as much. And what's the word I'm thinking of? like advocated. yeah advocated mm. as much as it was now it was a different time in life where maybe the only support you would get is if you have a bereavement let's say mm. like you get a little bit of compassionate leave, leave which is like three days <coughs> mad to me right but at the same time you kind of get the balance of work needs to still be done right mm. and everybody's going through something kind of thing yeah but what I think is part of the duty of care is two reasons number one like you said initially your performance levels will never be what mm-hmm. is is needed when you're going through stuff like yeah. it's just is yeah it's just not gonna happen mm-hmm. unless you're unless you're like doing something that is do or die kind mm-hmm. of thing it's gonna become less and less important if you've got other real stuff going on in your life right yeah. second thing is you spend so much time in this place that 
there is a level of care that should be afforded to you. Mm. Like if you're going through certain things, you can't expect somebody to just push everything that they're going through to the back. Come to this. Excuse oh. me. You know when you feel a sneeze coming, but yeah, it's not coming. Yeah, um, take your time. You come into this place constantly and not having the human element mm. at all whatsoever. Off the back of you now expressing, certain adjustments can be made for you. Yeah. Certain little things can happen for you. But now it's on you to now take it, take it and not take advantage if that makes sense yeah. but mm. take advantage if that makes sense do you know what that i mean that does make sense take advantage in the right sense. way don't take like a- milk it and drag right, it out right, yeah right. but take advantage of what's afforded yeah. to you mm. um do you do you feel now not that you owe them something back but do you feel a bit more respected as a person i yeah it is that i feel so unrespected isn't really the word because mm. it didn't feel like we're doing this because we like you or respect you mm. it was just like we're doing this because we care and you need it mm. so i feel cared for and you know i was going to continue pushing through but i just wasn't really feeling super better and my my head of department like i said she she gave me the week off and um just having that time to use that time however I want to use it, however I need to use it, but just to know that they're holding down the fort Mm. and no one's expecting anything from me, the pressure's off. It's made me so, I don't feel like I owe them, but I feel invested in, and I feel like I want to invest in them. And what you brought up about work is so interesting about not being able to do it well, because that's kind of what was happening. Like I was making the silliest mistakes, Mm. like my mind was just foggy where, mistakes I didn't even realize I was making were being made and I I don't you know I'm detail oriented I don't really do that so now I feel so refreshed and motivated like my work no longer feels like another thing on my shoulders or on my back it feels like stability now like a stable place I think that's so important and a lesson to managers and workplaces is if you see somebody that you know was performing or whatever standard slipping Mm. before you go with accusations and it might be factual information but checking on the person first checking Mm. on their well-being because we as people we don't see workplaces as somewhere that your well-being really matters matters or is at the forefront anyway but knowing that it is a safe space can make a big difference Mm. to someone Mm. and there's such a like get on with it attitude Mm. you know and i don't oppose that completely because you do need to get on with things like Mm. you can't like let stuff fall by the wayside you have to keep moving forward but at the same time like when you do just feel genuinely burn out it is and you find it so hard to even like get out of bed not because you're feeling depressed or this that and the other you're just numb like you are burnt out Mm. expecting yourself to like go to the gym and this that and the other and blah 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 it's there's a step in between that space and then that space and the gap in the middle 
is support. Like it feels so nice to go into work now knowing that I don't have to pretend that everything's fine and then cover my tracks when I'm making mistakes. And then when this is happening, like this is why it's so important to be human first. Like I knew that my standards were slipping. So I'm taking it as like, oh, I'm self-sabotaging and they can see it and they think I'm lazy and you know, I'm not doing a good job and they're not gonna wanna keep me on. Mm. Like who's gonna wanna work with me? You, all this mental chatter was exhausting. Yeah. And I think it's just disgusting and unacceptable to expect people to work like this, you know? People aren't here to just give and give and give to their workplace. You gotta give something back. And a paycheck isn't enough. Like mental health is not a benefit, mm. you know? It's a real requirement. I would say the landscape changed, so I think it's obviously yeah. adapting to the times that we're yeah. in as well. Mm-hmm. Um, it's interesting because I am a person that is just like a, just go, grow, go, mm. go, go. Like mm. it doesn't really, I don't really try and let things get home. Yeah. yeah. And when it does, I still just try and get on with it. And I know mm. sometimes that's not the best way to carry on in life, but obviously we've had that conversation before, um, mm. especially with men. There is such a, the thing of just mm. cracking on with it like you don't really have a place where you can sit back and talk or have those vulnerable moments where you can express the need for support mm. it's more like if it's identified sometimes you get yourself you find yourself in a real moment where you're having a real conversation out of the blue mm. but it's never something that's manufactured if that makes sense yeah the only one time in my life I think I've ever done that is I must have been early I can't remember the year but early 20s anyway and um we lost I lost like three people Mm. at different like the close proximity of time but they were like at different ages like Mm. one might have been a uncle one might have been a friend one might have been a close person a family person Mm. and it was like at that time in my life I didn't I was also on a transition as well Mm. so it was just a crazy time where I was just like waking up every day thinking what is going on (laughs) like like what is really happening and that's devastation Yeah, yeah but at the time I didn't really take it on as if I don't know what I took it on as, but it was just like, what is going on? Like, just like in survival mode. Literally. So mm-hmm. I was just getting on with it. But then I realized that, like, I just didn't want to be, I just didn't want to be here in terms of like the places, mm-hmm. that, not not in life. I just mm-hmm. didn't want to be when I was going into work or whatever. I just didn't want to be there yeah. because I just felt like there's too much going on right now and I've got no answers, no clarity. This is the last place I want to be right now. I just but I didn't want to be at home. I'm one of those people that can't just stay indoors. Yeah. Doing nothing. Like, mm. I love being indoors, but I like that to be on my terms, not feeling like oh, I'm hiding away from something. Mm. So I actually used some support thing where I felt where you, like you could phone and speak to someone. And like, I spoke to this guy and he was very helpful, but, it was also a thing of like when I was doing it I'm like I didn't know what to say almost mm-hmm. because it's like what like <laughs> what am I actually gonna say right now mm. so I'm talking to him whatever whatever and he was just he was just he wasn't trying to give me answers 
mm-hmm. if that makes sense. He was just giving you room and space. Yeah. And sometimes that is all you need. Yeah. Like you don't need the answers. You like I like to still figure things out for myself. Mm. Sometimes it's good to hear someone's opinion, but sometimes you just need that room and space to just let it out. Let it out and figure things out. And even while you're talking, you're ne- you're figuring things out mm. while it's while you're speaking. But um, yeah, it was just it was an interesting time. You and just I'm, need to take it out, you know. Like yeah, it's so crazy because our inner child just wants to be seen. Mm. That's it. And I think it's so funny you said that that he wasn't telling you what to do because mm. before I reached out, well, I didn't really reach out. I was in a crisis, but before all of that I kept saying like I wish someone could tell me what to do I Mm. wish I had someone to just tell me what to do and I didn't need that like I needed you know the room but it makes me so sad Darren that you only had that opportunity once to like call someone and speak to someone you know and created that opportunity like how did you because that's really hard Mm. to like lose three people Mm. all in one go Mm. and that period of time like to just have to be fine do you know what's weird yeah since then i've never really spoken much Mm. like when things happen i just get on with it and life's i'm about to it's there's a contradiction in life yeah because i say nobody's coming to save you Mm. and there's plenty of times when you're going through stuff and that's always in the back of my mind. Like, I've just got to get up and get on with it because no one's coming to save me. But I do also recognise the freeingness of speaking Mm. sometimes. Like, Mm. not even to share a load, but it's almost like... I use the analogy of the gym. You can be going gym week, 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 weeks, 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 but you want to now achieve a higher weight. You could either do that the, the slow way of building up and then taking that chance of just trying to lift something heavy. <laughs> it's heavier. That sounds mad. But you don't know how that's going to go. Yeah. Or you can have someone there to spot you, support mm. you. And then they don't need to be there again, if that yeah. makes sense. Once, you're, once you know that you, you're confident enough to handle this. Mm. And I've recognised that in life sometimes you just need that person there as well. You don't actually need them to help you, but just a soundboard with yeah it allows you to then move on to the next step a bit smoother the transition can be smoother smoother because you're just muddled up inside you have all these emotions and nowhere to put and i really it really bugs me so much when i hear mental i was talking about this with someone the other day and they were like i just get on with it you know i don't let things stress me out because of how it affects me and i really admired that you know in terms of if you know that things affect you a certain way, Mm. there's this preservation or self-preservation or protecting your peace because you you cultivated it. But at the same time, life is so unpredictable. It is, but you can't stress anything that's out of your control. But it does. I get it. We're human. Like you're going to have a reaction to something like things like that, you know, Mm. like when, when you lose loved ones or even things where you see a loved one experiencing something that's so new and scary to all of you and you just know that they're going to meet challenges on their journey and you just can't bring them protection or 
joy or mm. anything that feels good you just have to be there for them through every step you can't control that but you're going to feel things about it i think that's probably harder like seeing people going through stuff and you want to yeah. do more than support you want to actually walk them through it or be there by their side and help them through it and recognizing that or sometimes do it for them yeah, i was going to say or sometimes mm. actually doing the thing for them but sometimes that's not beneficial it's never beneficial there's hardly any lessons learned there it's exactly exactly so, that's what i was gonna say you're robbing them from an experience of growth yeah that they signed up for you know everyone is owed growth mm. you know you can't protect them from it but that's what i'm saying like there's always going to be things in life and in the lives of the people around you that's going to affect you and one man can't do it all 100 percent, i agree but like I hear you because I felt the same way with like feeling weak over how I was feeling or feeling yeah. like I still I can't afford to take a step back because I still owe people help like I still have to help everyone else with their things and their inner work and stuff like that and guess what I didn't do it and nothing mm. bad happened you know like it's okay to say no sometimes and it's okay to like lean on people yeah but I just really, because the thing is, yeah, and I'm only relating to it from how I felt with it. I feel like maybe men sometimes feel like if I do this once, if I unravel, I'm never going to get back to myself. Like, I don't know how far I'm going to unravel or what that's going to look like or what that's going to spiral into. But you're not realizing that you're spiraling up you know like you're not going to lose yourself by mm. unraveling a little bit and sharing how you feel or feeling a type of way about something and mm. letting that out maybe yeah like no one ever loses themselves you know like that's what i was scared of too i was just like holding myself so tightly because i was like if i let it go i don't know where it's gonna go and it just was not as bad as I thought it was and it actually just wasn't bad at all mm. life really is sometimes that hard that you actually do just need a, a moment to be in the chaos of it freely I don't know it's so hard to look at it from that point of view sometimes because it's just like when life hits you hard you just get back up and it's hard to then think to yourself how do I take a pause in that moment because you don't want to be down for too long you're down for 10 seconds and you're counted up but that's the thing you don't let yourself be down for too long you know and you won't lose that like for instance like i said i had this week off the first mm. day i wasted the whole morning planning what i'm going to do every day of the week mm. and then i was like you can't do that it's got to be a moment by moment thing and today you're just feeling like resting you're not feeling like journaling or this because i was like i'm going to soak in all this information mm. and watch these youtube videos that make me feel good and blah 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 and then i realized no there's a reason why i'm not able to do that and all i'm able to do is lie down in bed and not in a sad way like i felt good about it like yeah. i had fruit in bed i like couldn't even watch a movie but i was just scrolling on my phone and even when i couldn't watch a movie it made me realize with the state i'm in right now i'm decompressing i have no room to take in anything like that's where i'm at and then the next day i think i had like a super productive day like i woke up 
early i've got some some errands done just some life things mm. when you are rested when your spirit is rested nothing is holding you down anymore and i think part of why and i'm not just going to hold it to men because i did feel this way too mm. part of why you feel that way is because stuff is already holding you down and you're trying to push through that surface so you're scared that if you give yourself a pause or a moment or look at yourself with with that with knowing that that you're not going to get back up because you're already struggling but it's like having someone pushing you down underwater and then just allowing yourself to float to the surface you know mm. it's not hard to get up when when you have the strength to do it when you've re-energized yourself yeah and it's never going to look like what <clears throat> you thought it would like i thought this that week off was going to be me crying as much as I was beforehand or really, really upset. And I was getting kind of like, am I wasting my time here? Like this, this precious week that I have by not sitting down and crying and journaling. And I realized I, I needed the rest. And what's actually happening for me here is a change of perspective rather than continuing to break down, you yeah. know? And what did change that perspective was having people around me know that I'm, struggling and and being able to hold out a hand it's just such an invaluable feeling to be held darren it really is and the worst thing is the people around you do just love you like that's all they want to do yeah 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 no i can imagine so mm. can imagine so but i don't know i don't know maybe something i'll get to a point in life where i'll need to take that time but currently my mindset is just that nothing's beating me. But you're not being beaten. I know. That's 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 my point. Like mm. maybe I'll get to that point where I realise that it's not it's not me being beaten, it's just a moment. Yeah. And I kinda have that feeling with even with me being sick recently, I'm not somebody that likes to not that anybody likes to be sick, but I just don't like mm. just lying down resting in bed in the daytime. Like I'm mm. always wanting to be active I like to I'm still young I don't want to just be in bed yeah like I've Such always an extreme way of thinking I know but I, my mind the way my mind works is my mind's always ticking my mind mm. like I never have a dull moment in my brain even if yeah. I'm just chilling like there's always something going on mm. so to take that away completely just to rest was crazy to me but what I realized is that sometimes you can be working through stuff and going through stuff for so long that you will be sat down and that's what happened mm. like i was i had probably been carrying little little sickness f from november mm. not probably definitely from november because i had a conversation with someone in november mm. and then i had a conversation with somebody whenever it was two weeks ago before i got sick like literally right before i got sick and it and a part of it was the same thing like oh i'm still not feeling great but i'm just cracking on cracking on cracking on yeah then obviously yeah i got sick and i had to actually sit down for a minute mm. <laughs> and it was like even in that moment i the first day i was like trying to fight it, like no nah, i mean i'm getting up and i'm fine <laughs> then i had to actually sit down mm. but then i tried to get back up a bit too quick and get back straight to it and it was mm. like doing that is not going to benefit me so yeah. just actually take the time to rest and listen to what's going on and the support around me allowed me to do that mm. like there wasn't pressure of our uh, 
all right, cool. Get better yeah, you gotta do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like, no, take time to get rest. We'll handle X, Y, and Z. Mm. And then when you're ready, come back to it. And that's, I guess, mm. the same thing, but just on a different level. Yeah, and so. it is the same thing. It's like <clears throat> your body talks, mm. you know, like you've got to listen to it. Like if you're feeling, you know, as in your example, like you're getting, you're getting ill and you're tired, why would you punish yourself? Because <laughs> that's what you're doing. I and know. I was doing the same thing. Like mm. I was walking around like this, like my shoulders and everything just so tight. And I was like, why am I punishing myself? Because that's what you're doing. Like that really, really is what you're doing. Mm. And what was crazy as well is during that, up until that period of time, I really overestimated how needed I was and what was going on in the lives of people around me because I was just like, I need to do this for that person. I need to support this person in that way. I need to do this, I need to do that. And then when I was having my breakdown, they were just like, oh my, whatever. They were just like, no, I'm actually good. Like my yeah. mindset is here, you mm, know? Mm, and when you're mm. open, when you're vulnerable, when you're communicating, people communicate back, you know? You're not just filling in the gaps yourself. Yeah, 100%, mm. 100%. I mean, yeah, we say all of that to say support is necessary. Yeah. Support yourself, recognise the support. Mm. Like it's, it's, it is simple because one thing I wanted to touch on as well, and I mentioned it earlier, was being on, being the supporter, not just the supported. And, you know, I have someone in my life who's going through a big change. And I thought that the way I'd support them is by practically helping them on that change finding solutions so i'd be updating them like yeah i looked at this i looked at that and then i saw that they were struggling a bit internally and i had a deeper conversation with them and just gave them space to speak mm -hmm. and they literally just said the same thing that i said that i didn't realize how much it helps to speak you know and just let things out and it made me realize that it's so painful mm. to actually be the supporter sometimes and to do what that requires, which is just to be there and listen because you just love someone so much. You don't, it, it physically hurts you and makes your stomach drop to see them in pain. And you kind of don't have to put that to the side, mm. but you have to be brave enough to share that moment with them, you know, like to be a support and to allow them to have room to be every version of themselves. And like I said, remind them in every moment that they are still loved. For sure, mm. for sure. It's a good place to <coughs> yeah. wrap it up there. Yeah. Um, yeah, <laughs> I, I agree, with, I agree, I agree, mm. I agree, I agree. Yeah. And I think it's important to remember that support's not about answers. It's just not always about answers, let me say. Yeah. Um, you don't need to put that pressure on yourself. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. All right. Before we bring it to a close, mm. I think you got something for us. I do. And you've got it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. We've got a dilemma. Whoop, whoop. So came across this dilemma which brings up a really interesting conversation around support mm -hmm. Mm -hmm, indeed 
Oh, my my good friend. (laughs) (laughs) All right, now I'm your good friend. In your best, in your best reading voice, please. (laughs) (laughs) No pressure. All right, so this is a "Am I the Asshole?" Reddit scenario, Um, and the title is "My husband found out about my money. He broke down sobbing and left the house." Right. When I first read this, this this really is quite wild. There's a lot of different elements to it. So the scenario is this. My husband has never shown signs of being dangerous and really rarely ever gets upset. He gives and trusts me with all his money. He believes that I can manage the money better and he showers me with gifts whenever he gets extra dollars because he knows being a stay-at-home mum is one of the hardest jobs in the world, although we are child-free. Hmm? <laughs> you what? heard me. You heard me. <laughs> He buys her gifts because she's doing one of the hardest jobs in the world, which is being a stay-at-home mum. But they are child-free currently. Interesting setup. I'm so anyway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> let me let me not nitpick. But. <laughs> oh, we can, we can. But when we got married, my mo- my mother came to me privately and talked about setting aside money for a rainy day or escape fund. If the worst came to worst, the way she talked about it. It seemed like a no-brainer to have. Escape? Okay. I know, there's so much to to unpack here. (laughs) Um, Since my husband made a comfortable mid-six-figure salary, everything was good until about two years ago when he was injured at work in a near-fatal accident, giving him permanent walking discomfort. Yeah. Between hospital bills and a lawsuit that we lost nearly all... We lost, we used nearly all of our savings. I wrote it wrong, but um, we lost nearly all of our savings. We also had to sell all he invested, all our investments, Mm -hmm. like the car that took him 20 years to purchase and build and, you know, invest in. Um, I took a part-time job while my husband was recovering, but when he fully recovered to be he transitioned back into me being unemployed as my husband insisted that it was his role to provide. Okay. He currently is working two full-time jobs and Uber on the weekends on his days off to keep us afloat. I still do all the expense managing and have continued to put the money into my escape account, although the amount has decreased from $750 a month to just $200 a month. I still do this because I honestly believe that we don't know the future ahead of us and no matter how great my husband is, I need this money if I need to escape. <laughs> I can't wait to hear your views on this when we get to it, that, that particular part. Um, my husband now works from 5am to 11pm so that we can still cover all of our expenses at home. He came home exhausted and asked me about downsizing because of the stress of work was going to kill him. I told him downsizing was not an option as I had spent years making our house at home and offered to go back to work. He tried to be nice but basically told me that my going back to work wouldn't make enough. My husband went through the finances to see where we could cut back. And obviously, this is where it gets interesting. Mm. (laughs) So... He was confused when he saw that I had regular occurring withdrawals leading back years and asked me about it. 
I forgot about it and acted like it was all for the house, but he's not stupid to to not notice the same amount from years back. And we eventually got into a heated fight. So I broke down and revealed my money to him, which noted at about $47,000. I mean, she saved well. Okay. I can say that. <laughs> so that's a comfy escape. <laughs> um, after I told him everything, he just kind of looked out of breath and broke down sobbing. His point of view is I treated him like a predator and hid money from him for, for years. Even when he was at his lowest, I told him that the money was a precaution I would have taken with any partner and not specific to him. He left the house to stay with his brother and said that I hurt him on every possible level. But my mum says this is exactly what the money is for and I should bail. <laughs> Am I the asshole? Now, yeah. Two things. <laughs> Two very key points here to me. Mm-hmm. Number one, the money that she's saving is this money that he's given her. Because where's this money coming Darren, from? Darren, she's a stay-at-home childless mum. Like, so the course. money that she's putting into this escape fund <laughs> that 750, is, is yeah. money that he's given to her mm-hmm. on a month, let's say a monthly allowance to do. No, mm. she says she has access to the money, right? Yeah, she, was looking she after looks the after money. all the finances because she's better so at it. So his income comes in, she takes this little money to herself. Mm. Cool. That's wrong to me, first of all, because mm. it's not your own earnings. If it was her own money, she had a little... Mm. little job or a little hustle and then she didn't tell him about it Mm. but she was just using that money let's say while he was at work she was I don't know doing something yeah yoga instructor (laughs) something I'm trying to think of something that's using her time in some way yeah something above board like (laughs) yeah but she just didn't tell him about it and then she's just been putting that money to the side stacking that money cool but he's been giving her this money right Mm. so when it comes now to a point where he's crashing and burning yeah he's not trying to have a she she went and got a little job cool she, you do not like her do you no i don't mind her but this is the part that i just don't, that's the one part yeah. that i don't like the money that you've put to the side mm. is not money that you've earned yourself it's money that he's given you so when he's down and out use that money to help him mm. use the money to help yourself the house like mm. forget your emergency get away escape fund right now because what are you escaping yeah, yeah? he's a fool because <laughs> she's telling you <laughs> he is a fool like why is he yeah go I'll let you finish <laughs> number one you're giving this person all your earnings which I think you should never do yeah like you should always keep something for yourself so that's the part of escape fund that mm. I agree with I don't class it as an escape fund but everybody's just a rainy day pot right mm. everybody should have something for themselves you shouldn't have to share every little last mm. penny that you earn with the person that you're with yeah He's a fool now because he's not he's not comfortable with her going out to work because he wants to be this sole provider, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But at the mm. moment he needed support, he he was okay with it, right? Because mm. she said she went and got a job when yeah, he yeah, couldn't yeah. when he couldn't work. Yeah. So now he's back on his feet. Now he thinks, oh, I don't need the support. Oh, your money won't mm. do anything. But do you know what's better than zero? Something. Something. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> So he's a fool. I ain't got no yeah. sympathy with him for that. The one part that I do have any type of sympathy for him for is the fact that the money that he was given her, she's pocketed mm. and then not used it in the time of need. 
Yeah. That's yeah. that's my only gripe with her. Outside of that, he's a fool. He is. He and is. she's not. Uh, she had a good setup. Stay at home girlfriend because she's not a stay at home mum. Yeah. <laughs> they don't have pets even. Do you know like what's This is my thing. After? If there was kids, yeah. then it would be different. It, would, it like, would be different. It actually would really be different. So is she? Uh, she's 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 fifty percent. They're both accountable, I think. 50-50 liable. I, yeah, I would say everyone is the asshole here. Because one... Even her mom. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Everyone is an asshole here. So I'm going to go one by one. He is, like you said, a complete fool. Because if you're trying to do this whole provider thing and this, that and the other, you can't necessarily be angry with the support, lack of support. Because you insisted that your mm. partner mm. has this life you know so you can't blame her for what she's doing in any capacity because you wanted to give her this life for mm. some reason you've got it in your head that this is what a provider is so you can't now be hold any contempt towards her for how she's doing things yeah. you know because you you said that so that's my thing with him like he really shouldn't have um yeah insisted on doing that and then felt bad when or felt away when it went in a particular way mm -hmm. um with her i feel because i want to respond to your point and i think if you are a stay at home anything like your partner said you're not going to work blah 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 the money that he's providing to you mm. for everything is your money now, you right. know, because he has assigned those roles, mm. you know, he has stopped her from working, like insisted that mm. she can't do that. So that money is hers and she can do what she wants with it, including putting stuff to the side for herself, you know, where I say she is wrong completely is in so many areas firstly what is this escape fund business <laughs> you know everyone should have a pot like a savings pot so that's why i don't feel any type of way with her for keeping some money to the side mm -hmm. because he should be doing that and she's smart for doing that because she's not getting money from anywhere so she kind of has to yeah um Say if something did happen or whatever, like she's got nothing. She's not working. She, her resume has been whatever it's been for a minute because mm. of that. So whatever, even if like, you know, something devastating happened, not even him leaving, she needs something. I think it's so a complete lack of support for her to not help him when he's going through a hard time. You know, I agree with you there. Like he is struggling. And this is why it's so important not to bring third people into your relationship mm. because she's kind of going by everything her mum is saying and not looking at a partnership, like the life that they're building and him as a person, as a human, as her husband and someone in her life who she cares about who is struggling yeah, and willing to like let him like his well-being to be the cost of that while she's refusing to downsize and refusing to help out. And that doesn't mean use the whole 47K. Like you can have in your head a minimum amount that you need in your account just as savings for a rainy day mm. and then do something to help out. And she doesn't have to disclose how much that is either because she might want to keep 
20k of that for herself and she's allowed to do that i don't know why he <laughs> decided to give all his finance over like that it's true yeah it's true mm. that level of it is very true but i just think the classing of it as an escape fund is, is probably what rubbed me up the wrong way same same and um at the end of the day if she wants to work you can't stop her from working what's she gonna do Mm. So if she doesn't want to downsize She's within her right to say yeah, I don't want to downsize But he's saying Work is stressing him out It's killing him He's like what about the kids? Like <laughs> he's, he's saying it's stressing him out And killing him But he's not willing to let her go and help So I don't know what he wants from her So yeah. it just sounds like a lose-lose situation Maybe they are best to just separate Yeah And you know what? This whole escape fund thing I totally get it Like it's initially like a thing for, for women who are experiencing more abusive relationships mm. and stuff like that, mm. you know? But that's where, like, having someone, and it can even be your mother, having someone come in and, like, paint a picture about the person that you're with and stuff like that, it's just so... It's so dangerous. Because mm. then you're looking at your, your person like this character, you know, of all these what ifs and could be's instead of who they actually are. Yeah, yeah. Rainy day fund, cool. Yeah. But an escape fund, why are you even there in the first place? Mm. And as a total side note, this is why it's so important to have these conversations with someone that you're getting to know or dating or your partner before you get into these situations. 100%. You know? 100%. Like, what do you think about finances? Blah, blah, blah. That in itself is a whole other ep another episode. <laughs> yeah, I didn't say what are your finances and how do you do that, but just in terms of like when you're in a serious partnership, yeah, like, you what have do to you have these conversations. Yeah, hundred like? percent, yeah. hundred percent. Mm. Like, do your goals align with mine? Because I believe in having your own money. You know, that's put to the side. Mm -hmm. And I respect. Yeah not needing to i would hope that my partner does that to you and i wouldn't need to know what that amount is i just hope it's enough to really look after us on that rainy day <laughs> yeah literally yeah literally literally mm. all right yeah cool. cool um well that is brings us to the end of the episode yes it does and it brings us to our favorite time uh, you got any words of advice for the people before word we, of advice um no i don't you can start. <laughs> um, I need thinking time. Just full circle moment back to what we were talking about. Support. Mm. Um, support yourself as much as you support others would be mm. my words of advice. Yeah. Simple and yeah. sweet. My so. word of advice, and I'm just going to say it because I experienced it as of late, but you've got to ask for help you don't have to like be in that conversation and know exactly what to say like when i sat down with a mental health champion i i didn't lead that conversation i didn't know what to say mm. i just let her do the work because she's the expert and that's what they're there for you know like that guy you spoke to he knew that all he had to do was listen so ask for help and help will come like it the everything will be taken care of yeah mm. nice <laughs> all right <laughs> on that note on that note thanks for listening to another episode um or watching however you take in our content we appreciate it 
We really do. Thank you for supporting us. Always keep mm. supporting us and we will support you. Yeah. Vice versa. <laughs> um, follow us. Check out our stuff. Mm. Search Alpha Ways Podcast on all... I'm not going to say all platforms, but TikTok, Instagram, um, YouTube, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Message us if you need any... What's the word? I wouldn't even say advice. Anyone to speak to, any mm. place to sound off on. Yeah, um, if anything hit you harder and you want to speak to people who can relate, let us know. We always reply. And if we can't give you the answers, we can always signpost you. Yeah. So, yeah, thank you again. Mm. And until next time. Mm.